Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Yo, what's popping? It's Amazon Day, obviously, right? here at T-Log. Prime Day. Prime Day. Shout out Gabby for the swag bag. What's up, Gabby, with the swag bag? Dude, my kids loved it. Did they? Yes. That's legit. It's not no bullshit bag. It was like Under Armour. Yes, it was an Under Armour gym bag. There was like a, a speaker, yeah. water bottle, t-shirt. Yes. So I took it home. I thought for sure my son was going to want the gym bag, and for sure my daughter would, would want the speaker. And life told you what? My daughter said, well, I already have two speakers just like that, Dad. What would I do with a third? <laughs> and my son goes... True story. Looked at the gym bag and goes, oh, well, it has Amazon on it. I go, oh, are you too cool to, like, rock in a brand new oh, Under Armour? He saw the Amazon logo before the Under Armour one? Yeah. And, and and it threw him off. But he goes, oh, that speaker. And my daughter's like, oh, the bag. I go, what are you going to do with that bag? Like, you, she, this girl has, like, specialized bags for her dance uniforms. Yeah. She has her own, like, the rest of us share luggage. Yeah. No, my 14-year-old has her own luggage. Right. She's like, Dad, I can always use enough bags. I'll use this one specifically for sleepovers. You don't even know your kids anymore. And then all of a sudden, my wife's like, what is that noise coming coming up from, from upstairs? It's I'm like, oh, Jackson's using his new speaker. Oh, it's legit? Yeah, while he's in the shower. Good for Jackson. See, yes. the, the gift that gifts keeps on giving yeah, is the so, two hey, of yours. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Gabby. And and I think this was all like stuff that they had at their swag table because mm -hmm. she was in Orlando because yep. she lives up in Mass. Yep, shut up, Mass. She, she was in Orlando a month ago now. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure this was like their leftover swag. We and, love free gear. Yeah, please. We love please, free gear. Not we love send that shit. Yes. Well, and look, if if you don't watch us on YouTube, you probably don't 100% follow what we're talking about. <laughs> but on our YouTube channel, which by the way, we love it when you love. go onto the YouTube channel and subscribe, mm -hmm. and you ask others to do the same. Mm -hmm. But we like to have a centerpiece, mm -hmm. and we change them out. Sometimes football helmets, sometimes they're bottles of whiskey or tequila, yeah. or you never know what JC's going to find. Yeah, and he always surprises me. Yeah, um, and today it's it's Amazon. Yeah, so feel free, folks. Yep, um, business items. I was on tloponline.com, mm -hmm. our website that we launched in January. Yeah. Because the T-Loppers, fans so. of our show, they demanded so. They yes. wanted more content. Yeah. They wanted sales videos, training videos. They wanted uh, PDFs and scripting, workbooks and yeah, scripting. All, kind of stuff. all the things that I'm like, look, I can't really just put that on a podcast episode, <laughs> but let's create a website. All right. Dude, we're up to over 1,200 registered members. Let's and I think go. we're pushing somewhere close to um, maybe pushing close to... A couple hundred premium? premiums? Let's go. Yeah. Shout out to the premium members. Yeah. And um, we're launching LO Coaching in two oh, weeks. Oh, my goodness. Two weeks. Two weeks from two today. Two weeks from today. Today's day is August is 20. the official. Today's day is August 11th. Yeah, today's August the 11th. We're working ahead because I'm going on vacation with my wife to celebrate our 20th Shout out for making it to 20, Dio. Yeah, made it to 20. That's what happens when you get married young. Like, literally, we graduated college. We moved to Atlanta. I proposed to her like three months later and we got married 10 months after that yeah started a family like 20 months after that yeah the good news is it worked out yeah. like i'm in my early 40s and i'm talking about becoming an empty nester in about four good years good for you yeah really looking forward to that yeah. really looking forward to splitting my time between florida and like somewhere out west nice. like montana or colorado mm -hmm. and looking forward to having my children and loving my children but then becoming adults themselves there you go so um yeah so you and i are working ahead because I won't be here next week, right. and we want to make sure we keep up with our cadence of dropping 
two episodes a week, every single week, every Tuesday, every Friday. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Mm. Check us out on Google Play, on Stitcher. Anywhere you can find audio versions of podcasts, we're there. We be there. And we love it when you share Mm -hmm. us, like us, give us a five-star review. Same thing goes for YouTube. But then we also have this website. Which, by the way, if you just go to the website, that's John's preference. Yes, thank you. You tell him all the time, Dio, quit telling them to go check us out on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn. We need to control the user journey. Yes, control the user. So just go to theloanofficerpodcast.com or tloponline.com, and it'll take you. To everything you just said, yeah. So it's like a storefront slash quarterback. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of quarterback, you notice I'm wearing my UCF tie? Yeah, that's what you get for being a platinum member donor. I'm getting excited about this upcoming football season. Are you guys going to win games? Uh, maybe all of wow. them. Wow. Maybe all of them. Really? Yeah. You guys aren't in the MAC. You guys are in the SEC now. No, not I the SEC. I know. I just John. say these dumb things so you correct but, me. But Dan Patrick, yeah. you know Dan Patrick yeah, is? Radio you, show. you used to do some work with yeah, ESPN you know, I, back I'm in the day. I might have dabbled. You know, I had a couple shots with him once. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dan Patrick um, actually wrote, I think it was a couple weeks ago, an article where he is uh, prognosticating. Okay. That UCF will be in the SEC within a few years. I mean, it only makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And as a fan of the SEC, how would that make you feel? Um, well, why are you putting words in my mouth? I don't, wouldn't say I'm a fan of the SEC. I respect the SEC. Okay? Right. I respect it. It right. is the number one, bar none, right. football conference. Period. End of story. No arguments to be made. Junior NFL. It is junior NFL. <laughs> I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Right. Yes. How would you be able to handle the stress, though, if, you know, you're watching your team and they didn't win every game? I would temper my expectations. When you are in the AAC, mm-hmm. which is a power six school, mm-hmm. you need to go undefeated mm-hmm. in order to be advanced to bigger and better, yeah. such as Big 12, right. such as Big 10, such as SEC. There you go. All right. All right. That's not why we hopped on the, the, the headphones and the mic today, One John. day it will be, though. Yeah, what are we going to talk about today to you? I'll let you intro. So today's episode is going to be a viewer request. Okay. Uh, all the way from Clint. Clint. I don't know where Clint is, but uh, Clint is a person. Clint is a person. Um, I did not write down his last name, but he hit us up on YouTube. Okay. Because that's a good way to find us. LinkedIn's a good way to communicate. To you. Instagram mm, DMs are, yeah, are yeah, pretty yeah. decent. Slide in them. Slide in my DMs. There we go. Hey. Yeah, what is what was um, Clint's thing? What was his question? So Clint is newer to the mortgage industry. He's coming from the insurance industry. Okay. And, you know, he's paying his dues. He's surviving the first two years. He has his blinders on, his head's right, down. Right, he's grinding right. it out. He's embracing the suck. But he wants to know, guys, how do I handle the stress of all of this? Mm. How do I handle the stress of... Realtors on both sides of the transaction mm. blowing me up. How do I handle the stress of borrowers blowing me up? How do I handle the stress of on pins and needles waiting for the appraisal to come back? Right? On on pins and needles because the underwriter was questioning some of the conditions that, that we Mm-mm. submitted. Right. Like, how do I handle the stress? Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not a stress doctor. I am not a psychiatrist, psychologist. I am a human being. Mm-hmm. I'm an average, ordinary person who has figured out if I can do a little bit extra, that I can achieve extraordinary results, mm-hmm. right? But I'm an ordinary dude. The one thing I have over Clint is I have 18 years in the mortgage experience. For sure. And I've had a decent amount of success along the way, tons of failures, mm-hmm. tons of learning opportunities, 
but I can speak on just the world according to Do. Mm -hmm. As I think you're going to speak out. What? In the game at corporate America for a large gaming institution, how do you handle that stress? Because you would think it would be nothing but sunshine and rainbows, but it's really not. It's not, huh? Uh-huh. No. You, so you, when you're open for a one of the largest gaming mm-hmm. companies mm-hmm. who partner with, I don't know, broadcasting um, juggernauts like ESPN mm-hmm. or um, sports entertainment juggernauts mm-hmm. like... I don't know, the PGA, NCAA, NFL. You've named me a cool thing. So you're able to sweep that under the rug because when you're young and hungry, um, it doesn't affect you as much. But over time, it's kind of diminishing returns. And it is. It's stressful. But but you think stress comes with it. But at a a certain point, um, you start to weigh out, like, how much stress, what are you giving up? I used to call them life tokens. People would call that opportunity cost. I used to call it life tokens. So let's say you would work or worry about a certain situation. You would have to donate three life tokens that could be missing um, uh, on a particular hobby you have. That could be coming home late. That could be missing X, Y, Z. You're donating life tokens to a job. But what are you getting back in return? Think of a vending machine when you put your money in and, you know, you shake it, but the chips aren't falling. That's how I would equate uh, handling stress at a job. I love that story, John, because it gets me thinking. I just helped out one of our listeners Mm -hmm. who is transitioning from the consumer direct world into the retail world. And she knows, she knows her answer. Yeah. But she still reached out. Right. Right. And I ended up doing, giving her some some words of of encouragement, but I wish I would have known how to explain it how you did in terms of the tokens. Because when she worked in consumer direct, she was. Those, th- those tokens weren't really readily available or, or replenishable. Right. When you're working for yourself, mm. I promise you, you can find a way to make those tokens. Oh, for sure. Yeah, almost to where like they're, they're never ending right. because you're building something that, that someone can't take away from you. So mm. hopefully for Clint, you know, he hears you and he's like, yeah, that, that's cool. I love the token analogy. Hopefully he's building something that no one can take away from him. Right. I'm going to start with the boring. Yeah. So you shared your token story. <laughs> I'm going to start with the boring that y'all are not going to want to hear this, but it's the freaking truth. Okay. It starts with how you treat your body. If you want to talk about how to handle stress, how are you treating your body? What are you using for fuel, which is nourishment, which is our diet? And what are we doing in order to exercise it? So sidebar but it goes it it goes into today's play we all are on a diet i never ever want to hear someone ever tell me i'm on a diet i'm like so am i (laughs) like so am i yeah is your diet a healthy diet or an unhealthy diet because we're all on a diet Hmm. um so dieting i don't quite understand it let's rephrase that i eat healthy or i eat like shit right all right and by the way eating like shit could mean i skip meals and not because I'm following like this regimen where I'd fast for 12 hours, 14 hours or 16 hours because I believe in the science of intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, I just skip meals willy nilly. Mm-hmm. And when I do eat, it's going to be a 64 ounce diet Coke and it's going to be four slices of pizza. Right. But I only ate once today. Right. I'm like, okay, but what did you <laughs> yeah. put into your body and what did it do? Yeah. Because you probably should eat, even if it's only in an eight hour window, consistently during those eight hours, it should be your required 2,000 to 3,000 calories, and it should be whole foods that are not packed full of preservatives because your brain needs that. And when your body feels good, your body functions well, the chemicals in your body shoot up to your brain, and it tells your brain to think better, to be less foggy. So I think it's going to start there. 
people are stressed out. How much are you drinking? How much are you smoking weed? Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's going to, that, I promise you, it's going to, to play into your stress levels. And then what are you doing on the daily to get out and exercise? And I'm not saying you have to go do CrossFit right. or Pilates or yoga. I'm saying go move your body 50 minutes, four days a week. It could be walking the neighborhood after you eat dinner. Mm-hmm. That's great for digesting your food. It could be going to yoga Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it could be running on Saturday and bike, taking a bike ride on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But 50 minutes, four times a week at a minimum. When you do that, it's going to release chemicals in your brain. So How, I, I would go I, on and on I've and on I've sat here for 200-some episodes with you, and I, I did not think you would lead with fitness. But when did you when when did when did this point come for you? Like, cause you you're in shape, you're in really good shape now. Mm-hmm. But if I asked you this when you first got in the industry, would you have led with, I got to be in shape? Cause you know, you weren't always this in shape, were you? I always like to exercise. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. And no, I'm the most fit I've ever been right. in terms of like being an endurance athlete. Mm-hmm. But I, I used to always lift. Okay. And I would eat purposefully to lift a certain uh, way. Okay. Um. And I remember. In, in my heyday of producing, like I had this team where I had a junior LO, a loan officer assistant, and a loan partner, and we were cranking out our 12 to 16 loans a month, plus I was managing three mm-hmm. branches at the time, growing it to five branches at a time, and they knew the me that rolled in if I did work out versus the me who hadn't been in the gym in three days. Mm. The me who didn't, who didn't go to the gym for three days was a much bigger asshole than I am normally. Right, like I had no no jovialness in me. I had no no room for like flexibility. I was just kind of, you know, the way I get when I'm late going somewhere. I had that type of anxiety almost always. Right. And then it was it was the the reading I've been doing the past three years. It was the life lessons learned doing seventy five hard, not once, not twice, but three right, times, right, yeah. and 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 starting to study it. That I was like, yeah, this makes sense. Right. Like. I, I knew it 10 years ago just by people's own um, feedback to me. Mm-hmm. And yes, how I felt. And then if I went back and I started saying, oh, having some aha moments. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. that's why I was that way. That, yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah. Um, everything from the drinking. Like, you know, if I stayed up late on a Wednesday night drinking, I, I wasn't my best version of me. You on would Thursday. think you would cope because you had a bad day Wednesday, go home, take a couple of shots. You ease the you know go you know play games in your mind ease off and you wake up the next day feeling like shit and you're not really off on your best foot yep so i would start there okay okay the second place i would go especially for mortgage loan originators understand what you're doing you may have to write this down you may have to write this down and put everything in perspective because i think it's how you frame your message if you want to get caught up in um, the appraisal coming in low or arguing with an underwriter over a condition or um, having a combative borrower because they feel like they've already sent you enough information and they shouldn't have to send you any more. Or a title company is saying that you didn't send the title order when really you did, but it went to the other email inbox right. and not the one that they were checking. Like all of the rigmarole minutia that we have to deal with, that could stress you out, that could bring you down. So strip that out because that's not the core of what we do in the mortgage industry. What we do in the mortgage industry is we change lives for the average everyday consumer, our fellow citizens, the members of our community. We impact and change their lives. 
Now, we don't impact and change all their lives the same. Let's not be that naive. But just like a teacher doesn't impact and, and change all the lives of every student, but a teacher every year, every semester, every class will have a student or three mm -hmm. that will forever remember them because they did something or said something that left a, such a positive impression. And then those three people will take that life lesson and they'll go teach it. Mm -hmm. We as mortgage professionals, especially mortgage loan originators, we have that opportunity to teach everyday ordinary citizens of our country, of our communities, the basics of personal finance, of financial literacy. We can help them achieve the dream of homeownership. They don't want a mortgage. Nobody wants a mortgage. They want a home. They want something they can call their own, something that'll help them build wealth. Mm -hmm. We do that. We, a lot of times though, lose perspective of that. That needs to be written down. That needs to be posted on your wall, in your workstation, in your car, somewhere carried it with you that you are changing lives. And if you don't think you're changing lives, then I'm gonna ask you to, to double check and yourself, have a long, hard conversation with the person in the mirror because maybe you're not addressing or approaching your business the right way. Mm. Now, the second thing that we do that I think needs to be addressed is that we work for ourselves, most of us. Right, most of us are 100% commission saleswomen and salesmen. Mm -hmm. right? We have unlimited income potential. Even if we don't have unlimited income potential, maybe you are a mortgage closer, a mortgage underwriter, a mortgage processor. Cool, that's fine. You work in an industry where you are highly paid. Look at your W-2 compared to the W-2s of the borrowers that you are either processing mm -hmm. or closing, underwriting, how do you compare? And then you start asking yourself, well, what did I have to do in terms of like formal education? Now, what did you have to do? You had to get in. Someone had to take a chance on you. You had to prove yourself. You had to work your way up. Mm -hmm. But you didn't have to go and obtain some kind of a bachelor's degree that could have cost you somewhere between twenty-four to $104,000. Yeah. You didn't need a master's degree. You didn't need um, this type of residency or internship. And we had that opportunity. So I think we have to look at the income earning potential. And for many, especially the mortgage loan, loan originators, it's untapped, it's un, or uncapped. Uh, yeah. It's uncapped income potential. So when I'm handling the stress, I'm having a stressful day, Clint, first and foremost, I'm going to remind myself that Dustin, your job is not clearing those conditions. Your job is changing lives. You do so every time you get an opportunity to talk to a borrower. So this is a small price to pay for me to help change a life to positively impact my community. Mm -hmm. Dustin, your income is potential is off the charts, especially compared to other people that are part of that same community. All right. So all of this noise that's stressing you out, there's a reward for it. Think of all the other industries where that reward, including your time mm -hmm. at your previous employer was kept mm -hmm. like, it's like, yeah, you know, like you have way less to give yeah. than maybe somebody who's 100% commission, mm -hmm. someone who's building their own book of business. So I think it then boils down to perspective. Right. But that's how I have found positive ways right. to deal with the stress. Now, negative ways, Clint, I have broken two HP 12 C's, right. true story. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have broken one headset. The reason why I only broke one headset is because I found out quickly they cost $125. A lot of money. Yes, but there is a, a certain time that I got off a phone call 
picked up my headset and instead of placing it back in its charger, I may have thrown it against the window and it may have exploded allegedly and right. then we couldn't put it back together. There you go. Yeah, so I don't recommend those. Mm -mm. But hey, sometimes you may just have to get out there and let some aggression out, Yeah. right? Go for a run, go for a bike ride, grab a buddy and go throw the football, right? Grab a buddy and go play basketball, mm -hmm. remove yourself from a situation. But like the minute you can start getting sweat going and you can get some of that dopamine going to your brain, mm -hmm. um, go mow the grass. Do something. Do something. You, you should have things that allow you to remove yourself from the situation mm -hmm. to give yourself the opportunity. I love mowing the grass because um, the, the, the buzzing of mm -hmm. the lawnmower and the noise, it drowns out everything and I can get lost in my thoughts mm -hmm. and it takes me about an hour and I'm outside quote unquote exercising. Plus, if you've, got, plus if you've got good mow lines, it makes you feel good. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. it, there's a sense of accomplishment. Right. That'll then allow me to go and, and, and maybe refocus on the thing that made me angry right. an hour ago. Mm -hmm. One thing you don't wanna do, and I'll shut up, um, I promise, but it just it just occurred to me right. as we're talking about mowing the grass, and I actually had a conversation with a loan officer this morning. I mean, this is a top producer, been in the business ten plus years, closes yeah. forty million dollars a year, and even then he was like, "Oh, God. I shouldn't have sent that text last night." What text? Yeah, he sent a text yeah. to a borrower. Yeah, right. He sent a text to a borrower, and he shouldn't have. He was frustrated. He had had a long day at the uh, office. Yeah. Borrowers started blowing him up. And instead of just not replying, got snippy. He replied and got snippy. And this morning he had to deal with it. So I think that is um, maybe a last point I want to make mm -hmm. is when you're feeling stressed, it's okay to take an hour to remove yourself from the situation mm -hmm. so that you can come back and regroup. It is not okay to put your head in the sand and hope it goes away. Mm -hmm. It's a terrible uh, response. It is not okay to kick that can down the road and you'll, you'll get to it two or three days later. Right. But I think it's perfectly acceptable to not respond or do nothing for at least an hour or two, yeah. especially if it means that you're going to go find what it is that can help you find a better mm -hmm. um, mental state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I learned this as a youth sports coach. And then I later was reinforced it when my son started playing varsity sports at the high school level at which I wasn't coaching mm -hmm. when I was coaching. And I learned this from a, from a more seasoned youth sports coach told the parents, look, I don't talk about the game right after the game. I will talk to you about the game. If you have concerns about our strategy, about, you know, little Jesse's playing time, mm -hmm. we will discuss that the following day. And I started thinking, well, in business, how could that apply? Well, if I'm super stressed out, annoyed, when I get annoyed, I get angry. So for me, if I'm angry, maybe addressing it immediately isn't the best. Isn't the best. Yeah. But I also can't wait until three or four days have passed. Right. So I need to have a, a certain time frame that's going to be ex acceptable yeah. to the counterparty. <laughs> right. And but also is going to allow me to process thoughts calm down, open my mind, mm -hmm. think things through, and maybe I need a distraction. Right. So I noticed people in our office walk yeah. the, um, the parking Concourse, lot. yeah, whatever you call it. Yeah, that. walk the parking lot. Get out and, and do a 15-minute lap around your parking lot, around your office building. Yeah. Remove yourself from the situation for a short period of time. 
do something physical like walking and then go back and, and uh, reassess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to articulate this the right way because, you know, my viewpoints, but what I learned the best is in, in the grand scheme of things, I know you do with mortgages is very important, but in the grand scheme of things, whatever problem you're dealing with, nobody cares and it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, because there's a lot of times I've looked back and I've lost hella sleep over things that I thought mattered. But five, 10, 15 months, weeks later, I realized like, why, why the hell did I do that? And then you just end up burning yourself. Look at my hair. This shit isn't from genetics. This is EA Sports fault. I had a full head of hair when I started. Because you just worry about stuff that really, you know, in the moment, as you should, you should care about. It. I'm not saying go willy nilly. Um, you just need to be really decisive. Again, going back to life tokens, how much am I willing to invest of myself in this problem, knowing um, that it's going to get resolved? I'm not going to drop the ball. This person's not going to end up homeless if I, you know, in a mortgage situation. Um, this asset, this screenshot is going to get out. This video game will be released. Um, and it's just putting things in perspective. I love that. We have something in my household that um, I live in love, a, ma a worrier. Like mm. a worrier. Oh, worry. Okay. Worry. Like she uh, worries oh, all okay. the time okay, gotcha. about everything. Yeah. And I just say calmly in my, I learned this from uh, the FBI negotiator, never split the difference, Chris Voss, right. in my Sunday evening yeah. radio voice. Radio voice, jazz. Yes. Jazz radio voice. Is anyone dying? Is anyone hurt? then it's going to be okay. Cause the answer is typically no, no one is dying. Mm -hmm. No one is hurt. Then it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. And something that I try to teach, especially loan originators, I go, this is one transaction of thousands, thousands. that you're looking to close. Right. You can't bat a thousand <laughs> yeah. on all 1000. You can't yeah. be perfect. Right. Right. What is important is that you learn from this. What you what is important yeah. is you understand, hey, it's going to be okay. No one is dying. Mm -hmm. No one is hurt. It'll be okay. It sounds corny as hell, but in the most difficult situations, that's when you learn the most. And it's you just have to go through it. And then it's always when you look back, when you have the kind of postmortem of why did that happen? Why did I do that? Some that stupid thing. It could be your fault. It could be someone else's fault. It could have been out of your control. But it's always the ability to the ability to reflect back, I think, is key. Um, we talked about this a few episodes back, maybe a couple of weeks ago now, where I was all pumped up after uh, listening to the Jocko promo mm -hmm. video. Good. 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 But I, I think that way. Look, you just lost your best realtor because a transaction went sideways. Good. Because that pain is going to force you to figure out yep. how could you have done that differently and better. Yep. And it may have been good. It teaches you the reasons why you need to continue to prospect. Because if that particular realtor is going to judge you based on that one transaction and not the previous five or 50, yeah. then they weren't really the best referral source for you. Mm -hmm. And if what you did was so heinous that it deserved being fired, then learn from that yeah. so that you don't do it going forward. Right. But in most markets, there are thousands, if not tens of thousands of potential referral sources. Mortgage loan originators and other salespeople who re rely on referrals probably only need somewhere between one to three dozen of thousands, if not tens of thousands. Mm -hmm. So that one transaction where no one is dying as no one is hurt, it's not worth the stress. It is worth you caring. It is worth you doing your best possible Absolutely, job, yeah. right? 
it is your reputation. It is your word. It is your brand on the line, right? So how much pride do you take mm -hmm. in, in yourself? But it's not worth it. So we need to find these coping mechanisms, whether they're words that we have written down, mm -hmm. whether they're um, physical activities that we know to do. I think this is how you deal with it, Clint. Like this is an overall episode based on our experiences <laughs> working in the business world of how to do your best to cope with stress and then understand finally, you're not always gonna win. Mm -mm. There's gonna be days that you allow the stress to get to you. Yeah. There are days today that I still allow myself to get angry. You know, I don't know if you know this, I've never shared it with the listeners that I'm aware of. I have written down at my desk, when I lose, I'm sorry, when I get angry, I lose. You know me well enough, John, I don't like to lose. Yeah. I, I don't mind losing if I played really well, but someone was better than me, that doesn't bother me. Um, I can't stand when I lose when I shouldn't have lost. Yeah. It really bothers me, so I'm, I don't like to lose. But I do allow myself to get angry, right? And by the way, you hear how I say that, I allow myself to get angry. It's not the, oh my God, that person made me angry. No, I allowed myself. Oh my God, that situation made me angry. Nope, I allowed myself. Whether it's the TSA line tomorrow morning at Orlando International Airport. No, it's gonna happen. Whether whether it's my frustration with StubHub when I'm trying to buy my Yankees Red Sox tickets. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like, no, StubHub didn't make me angry. I allowed myself to get right, angry. Yep. The TSA line didn't make, I allowed it, right? Yeah. But I had, it, I had to have it written down because I don't like to lose. Right. So I remind myself by putting things in writing kind of affirmations and I think that we need to do that. The affirmations at whether it's, you know, hey, I'm changing lives for the better. Right. Or I work in an industry where my income potential is is unlimited. Or I work in an industry where I am favorably compensated as compared to our borrowers and our clients. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and and like those are the the affirmation, the words that you can put around yourself. Mm -hmm. And then obviously there's the the physical activities you can do, remove yourself from a situation. But I do believe it does start with how do you treat yourself in general? And that comes down to a healthy diet. That comes down to consistent exercise. Well said. Yeah. I hope uh, I hope Clint tunes in. I hope he likes it. Yeah. Thanks, Clint. Yeah. Thank you, Clint, for the um, recommendation. Inspiration. Yeah. The inspiration. We, we do like doing viewer requests. It makes yeah. our job way easier yeah, when John and I don't. I had to sit around for five minutes trying to figure yeah, out what we're talking about. Yeah, that prep time is killer, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we cut our prep time today from five minutes down to 50 seconds. I know. You came in and like halfway through this, the question asking, I cut you off. I'm good at that. <laughs> and I was like, no, I have one. I have yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I went and pulled up our YouTube channel. I found Clint's uh, comment. And here we are. I was like, hey, we're going to talk about that today, John. There you go. Awesome. Hey, y'all. Again, thanks for tuning in. Um, I've noticed because we started asking, mm -hmm. people are sharing this. Yeah like going out of their way to share this. Mm -hmm. I saw, uh, in fact, I even put the little heart like, yeah, like yeah, on yeah, it yeah. on LinkedIn where one of our listeners like went out of his way to like create a LinkedIn post. It was like real estate professionals. If you're oh, not no listening way. to this podcast, oh, you you're go. missing out. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and I'm stealing this from a podcast I like to listen to. Um, it's the, um, what used to be called, I think it's called Real AF now, but it used to be called the MFO CEO project, something like that. But anyhow, like similar to us, like they're like, look, we're not running ads. 
we're keeping this content free. Mm -hmm. We're not asking you to, to pay some kind of a subscription to listen to us or to watch us on, on YouTube. But the one thing you could do for us share. is share it. Yeah, if you like what we're doing, if you think other people would benefit from it, mm -hmm. please share. Mm -hmm. Ask others to, 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 to check us out. We would love to get their feedback. We want to grow this community. We want to keep on doing what we're doing. We mm -hmm. want to have more opportunities to go out to places like Las Vegas and speak and more opportunities to potentially uh, positively impact sales professionals or future home buyers. But we can only do that if the word starts to spread. Word. But um, so thank you in advance for doing that. Thank you for those that have, have been doing it already. Thank you for checking out tloponline.com. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. That's all the time we have for you today, but we will catch you on the next couple episodes. Peace. Peace.